Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I'm your host, Nick Jenkins. Today, I'm joined by three friends. First, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I am that person you just named. From the Abyss and Robin Hood. Don't act like I'm supposed to know who that is. You don't know. You know Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. She's played uh, Aunt May. Whatever the fuck. Who's Aunt May? Who's what? Maid Marion? Maid (laughs) Marion. Which Aunt May? Are you okay? I'm... No. No. I was up all night with my terrified dog of the stupid fireworks. I've had no sleep. (sighs) Marianne Fernandez Silva. Hello. Hi. (laughs) That lovely greeting. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) Now mess up my name. Bill Clinton. (laughs) Yeah. Bob Clinton. It's got to be... Oh, yeah. It can't be too close. It can't be too close. (laughs) Billy Bob Cyrus Ray. Bill Bill Mead. Hello. Hi. And Matthew Gatiss. It's not going to screw me. up your name because you that's what they expect <laughs> yeah. at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, we're here talking about the movie that was voted on by the patrons, which turned out to be Three Ninjas, because you hate me. Um, <laughs> you love the rest of us. We yeah. all... Well, we, we, <laughs> you like us. <laughs> I think everyone knows how I feel about children's movies. Um, so this was especially painful movie. Before we get going, I have an announcement I want to make. Uh, as we can get this out of the way uh, starting not next week because we're going to be taking a week off but the week after that we'll be going into the final 10 episodes of Real Bad uh, we're going to be bringing the show to a close mostly because I have a bunch of other stuff I need to be working on <laughs> and would like to be working on and this uh, is sort of eating up my entire all of my time off in doing so uh, yeah so we're going to we're going to end it at 100 episodes uh, so yeah so for the next it's going to be roughly two or three months because there are a couple of weeks in there that I have to take off for uh, business travel. And but so we'll still be doing the the w- monthly votes and all that stuff. But eventually the show will wind down. So there. Now that that's out of the way. Three Ninjas was, was that bad. You hated yes. Three Ninjas so much. You were like, I have to be done. I am quitting <laughs> over Three Ninjas. But Nick, there's still two other th- ninjas. There's three other Three Ninjas. There's three. Three Three Ninjas. There's oh, there's nine ninjas. So <laughs> many ninjas. I really hated this movie. Like, I, I I typically can find some joy in the movies one way or another, and the closest I got was Victor Wong is in this, and I like him a lot. I think he's a wonderful character actor. I, I think mostly because of my love for the movie Tremors, mm. um, that he has a small but but good part in Tremors, and ah. Oh. I was in pain <laughs> for this thing. So, uh, but before we get too far into this, we got to do a 60 second plot dump. Good fucking luck with this bill. This is going to yeah. be yours to handle. <laughs> I'm going to try and keep this coherent. Ooh. I didn't take any notes. So. I tried to tell somebody else who is not currently in this room <laughs> about the plot of this movie who they're like, yeah, I liked that movie as a kid. And I was like, and they asked me details about it. And when I tried to tell them, I realized I couldn't. Like, trying to sum this movie up in a few words is very difficult. By the way, I have four names that I actually remember from this movie, and three of them 
No, actually, none of them are their real names. So let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was say, if you remember those boys' real names, good luck. No, I can only remember their made-up names. Okay, anyway, all right. Here we go. 60-second uh, plot dump for <laughs> three ninjas. Here you go, Bill, in three, two, one. Rocky, Colt, and Tum-Tum spend summers training uh, with their grandpa, learning the art of ninjutsu. Uh, their father doesn't approve of their ninjutsu lifestyle and is always away doing FBI business, as fathers are known to do. Uh it turns out uh, a criminal or arms dealer he is chasing has previous business relationships with their granddad. Bad guy, that's what I'm going to call him, threatens to kidnap the kids and hatches a plot with three surfer dudes. Uh, the movie Home Alone ensues for about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then they voluntarily get kidnapped and escape from a cargo ship and fight other ninjas. And then Grandpa saves the day with jelly beans. And... <laughs> Their father approves of their ninja lifestyle. And they beat up some bullies. They beat up at some the end. bullies. To get their bikes back that they lost in a basketball game. You know what, though? <laughs> this is at least the second movie. At least the second movie with a terrible basketball scene in it that we've done. Catwoman in this. Catwoman okay. and this. The one in Catwoman, I'll say, is worse. Like that, yes. That, yeah, Marianne was on that. Well, I was on the that Catwoman episode. Up, like scene is just visually upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> like trying to watch it hurts your brain. It is just the worst. It's really terrible. It's my highest rated of how bad it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean that's the basics. These kids are ninjas and they're trying not to be ninjas. <laughs> Like they're kind of having a secret identity sort of thing for about two seconds. Yeah, the bullies steal the girl's bike, and then they get all cocky on the playground. <laughs> like we're gonna take, we're gonna beat you in basketball. I don't understand how they lost. What happened? Because uh, they made like eight hundred baskets. <laughs> I then... thought about going back and counting how many baskets they made to make sure <laughs> it was accurate. But yeah, they gave the the bullies a nine point basketball lead. And what? Then, yeah, yeah, they were like, that's what they they say at the beginning. Like they're like, we'll give you a nine point lead. So that's why the bullies only make one shot Jesus. and win. That's why I was so confused because yeah. I was like, why did they win? What? No, they yeah. uh, they are so cocky. Uh, Rocky so cocky that he gives. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's hashtags. We gotta live in hashtag oh. world. Hashtag I'm, I'm surprised so you remember the difference between either brother. Oh. I do because as a kid, <laughs> I wanted to be Colt so bad, and I don't know why. But I have that's like one of the strongest huh? memories of this movie as a kid is wanting to be Colt. Because I think it's because he's like the more fightery of all of it. Like he's the one that isn't as re- like needs to be restrained as mm-hmm. opposed to the one who is more. He's restrained. the one who has also the least amount of character. Like the traits that's saying a right. lot. Well, right, but if you describe Rocky, he's the one. He's in love with Emily. He's a show off. That's it. Tum Tum eats things a lot. Food whenever he says his lines. Yeah, and he's also the only funny one. Colt doesn't really have much going. So you could project your six-year-old self onto him. Oh, he's a Kuleshov. Yeah, he's he's a Kuleshov experiment. He's just. What do you think he's feeling? Yeah, I don't know. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) You like this movie a lot, then, Nick. Let's get to me later. <laughs> Marianne, let's start with you, because you generally like children's movies. I love children's movies. Okay. Before we get into Three Ninjas, okay. can you tell me why you like children's <laughs> movies? What is it about children's movies that you gravitate towards or that you that you find enjoyable? 
because I'm the asshole here. I don't think that I'm the one who's correct well, in my feelings about about children's movies. I believe in your text message. You said I'm not a fun person. <laughs> I am. I am. We all know this. I am not the fun person. I was talking to a friend of mine recently, who she said, "Why is it I can never find someone who is nice and fun?" And I said, "I don't know. I'm only nice, so I can't help you." But it's true. I'm. I don't. I don't have whimsy. Like I, that. That's not a part of my makeup. But what about what? What do you like about? What do you enjoy? I think uh, I just love the whimsy, and I love sure. the like. Um. So a strong like uh, genre, I guess, in like Latin American and well, just all Latin like culture is uh, like magical realism, right? And that is a thing that is very prevalent, or at least like a version of it kind of exists in a lot of children's movies. And I kind of love that, right? Like it's just like you suspend your disbelief to the extreme and wherever your imagination decides to take you, it can go. And there's also in movies like, like three ninjas, not, I mean, it is in three ninjas, but in a lot of other like children's movies of that same sort of style, there's always like the, empowerment of children that I think is really like Mm -hmm. fun and exciting. And as a child, I saw those as like, Oh, this is where like my power can come from. Like just because I'm small doesn't mean that I don't, I can't do really cool things. And like, um, adults aren't smarter than me. And like, I can still, like I still matter and I'm still relevant. And so like, I think that aspect of like youth and that sort of like childlike mindset of, anything is possible is something that is like lovely to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just really love like, yeah, sure. What happens if your imagination runs wild? Let's go with it. And just, yeah. Like I don't need any sort of seriousness or like suspension of disbelief is a thing that I'm like, yeah, I can suspend all of my disbelief within reason, as long as you have a certain number of rules. <laughs> but so like in a children's movie, it's all, all suspension at all times. And that's just really fun for me. Fascinating. Yeah. Because I come at it from a different perspective to where like there is that same thing that happens in the genre that attracts me. Mm-hmm. But it's it's darker. And that is the horror genre mm-hmm. where usually children are telling the parents, hey, there's something happening and the parents don't believe them. Mm-hmm. And some I want to say horror, but like a lot of times it happens. Like if you have Nightmare on Elm Street, you have the teenagers who are trying to say, no, there's something happening and the parents won't listen to them. So the the, the teenagers, or in this case, the teenager, has to solve the problem themselves. Like they have they have to be empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not usually something that's gifted to them. It's something they have to fight for. And so that's where I can. But those are not children's movies. Right. They're like a Pan's Labyrinth is another example of like, yeah, it, it's that same thing where mm-hmm. it's like the the where the adults are almost posited as all villains. Like there are no good adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's not true of Pan's Labyrinth. I shouldn't say that because Mercedes is great. Um, but OK, so different perspective. Totally appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, three ninjas. <laughs> Had you seen it before? And what did you think this time? I don't know. Tell me something. Okay. Um, I I definitely have seen it before. I think I was like six when this movie came out. So. 92? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that math works. <laughs> um, so like I really don't remember, like genuinely did not remember anything. And I could have, I would have said that. 
there like I have not seen this before, but there were like one or two lines and moments like when the girl punches the the like the bad surfer guy like towards mm-hmm. the end of that whole Home Alone sequence. Um, I was like, ooh, I remember that. And like random bits. I do remember some like I definitely have seen it. I think for me, it was more that a lot of my friends love this movie. Not love this movie, but like Three Ninjas and like the Karate Kid sequels and the Three Ninja sequels. And like there's a this was a very, very common type of thing of like kids doing martial arts that a lot of my friends were into. And it like it. Well, seeped itself into our like imagination. And, Bill, like, you pinpointed play. a few things, a few a few shows or, or movies, or was that Matt? Me. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um, Matt, it was like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers. Uh huh. Was there something else? Uh, well, mostly I was saying it was like Home Alone, Ninja Turtles, mm, Power Ninja Rangers, Turtles. like all those things happening around this same time. This feels like somebody was like, okay, what's popular with kids, and how can we put it all into one movie? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, like, this is the type of, like, I don't remember the movie itself, but I definitely remember, like, my friends being in, like, into this type of thing. You remember the moment. Yeah. Surrounding the thing, but not the thing itself. Yeah. And as for, like, the movie itself this time, I was just, like, along for the ride in a weird way. Like, (laughs) I was prepared to be critical of it. And I am critical, but also... They're like, I don't know. I'm like, this is just kind of like silly and fun. It's highly problematic, but also, <laughs> and and they reached really, really hard to like justify why the kids are white with a very Japanese. <laughs> just like, we're going to go back three generations. Japanese. Yeah. Let's make sure we show a picture of their grandparents. Yep. The, the grandmother is white. Yeah. And then let's have the uh, mom specifically reference that she is half Asian. Yeah. Yeah. And then the dad is also very white. And yeah. this is why we have the child, the boys being white. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, um, but I don't know. I just think it was like fun and silly and absurd and ridiculous. And I was like, yeah. Sure, why not? That's <laughs> uh, totally fair. Bill, you have a, a, a child? I do. <laughs> He's not a ninja yet. Okay. <laughs> well, you have to send him off to train with his grandpa every summer. Well, yeah. First, I have to have a seedy business relationship with another ninja. That's true. Uh-huh. We'll get on to that later, though. Yeah. <laughs> if there are any ninjas out there that would like to form a seedy business relationship with Bill, please. Now's your chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but looking. had you seen this before? I had. This was, I was in second grade, so I think that's nine or ten. I could be very wrong, or eight. Who knows? I was in age when this came out. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I watched this quite a bit. I also was more into the moment of what kind of genres were around at the time, as in this was, you know, the karate movie or the fun, mischievous, mischievous kids making booby traps kind of movie. That I I felt growing up in Washington, you'd watch this and then you would go out in the woods and reenact certain elements. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I remember from this movie that clicked as I re- rewatched it yesterday was I remember their cool like red lights that warned them about their parents and their mask naming ceremonies. That's about all I remembered, and that's was like oh yeah that happened, and. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see this again as an adult and realize I probably forgot a lot of it because it wasn't really coherent to me. Mm. It, it was mm-hmm. just, it was a few scenes that ended up at about 80 minutes. Well, yeah, you sent us all a text that I feel like summed up your experience very well. Yes. What but, did that text say? Uh, here, I'll actually just pull it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm striving for accuracy here. Bear with me, folks. 
I can edit this out. It's fine. Cool. I won't, but I could. <laughs> uh, this, this, is, this is what I sent. <laughs> so we, we watched this yesterday on July 4th weekend. And by we, I mean everyone else in my family had fallen asleep. Oh. And I had almost taken it. It was one of those perfect summer days where the breeze has come through the window. And I texted, I have 15 minutes of movie left. And I feel like it never started. And yeah, there's not a lot there. No. There, there. It's just sort of. Well, here's a scene, and here's a scene, and here's a scene. Yeah, with the the the, the thinnest thread mm-hmm. connecting them. Yeah, so which isn't necessarily bad. Like no. that in and of itself isn't necessarily bad. Last week we did a real good where we talked about vanishing point and the idea of like there's not a lot there, but what is there is very meaningful mm-hmm. uh, to me at least. And so, so it's not a criticism, but it is a weird thing because you get to the end and you're like, oh, is this ending? God, it feels like we're in the middle of the second act. Like what? Uh, it so. just wraps up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's over. So did you enjoy it? I watched it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't. That's wa- all that's required for this yeah, podcast. I, I don't want to rag on it too much because there's not. Oh, I'll take care of that. You'll, you'll get to that. It was just, it was very much a movie by the sense that it was longer than 60 minutes. <laughs> right. This was not a television show. Technically, no. it was a movie. Technically, it was a movie. <laughs> yes, there were was. credits. <laughs> That's fair. They had a gaffer. <laughs> they had uh, an assistant camera who was also, I think, one of the surfer thugs. He was. Um, uh-huh. Also, yep. it's directed by John Turtletop. John Turtletop, who is like he directed the both National Treasure movies, I think, at least the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed while you were sleeping with Sasha Bullock. What Sandra Sa- Bullock? Sandra the Bullock. Time today you've messed <laughs> up the name. Bullock. I have literally had like an hour hours worth of sleep. I am yeah. so tired, mm-hmm. and I so yeah. Sam Sammy Bullock, <laughs> Sammy Sosa, <laughs> Star of Speed, <laughs> Keanu Rogers. Yeah. Um, well, Matt. Yeah. Were you a Three Ninjas Stan? <laughs> I, I don't know what Stan means. Well, then definitely start Maybe using use it. it. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? That's how words work. If you don't know what they mean, probably don't use them. I feel like Stan means something like I am an original fan or something. A little bit. It's like more of an intensity thing, yeah. I think, than a time. It comes from, line. have you heard the song Stan by Eminem? No. Oh, interesting. Oh. Well, go listen to that and then we'll explain then, further. And then that'll like explain it kind of for you a little but bit. But that actually oh, might okay. scare you off from ever using the word because Well, that's, that's fine. I don't yeah, need to use it. Like but... a diehard fan is basically. Yeah. So let's say no is the answer okay, to your original great. question. Okay, great. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh I think we weirdly had like very similar relationships with this movie where I saw it. <laughs> I played Three Ninjas with my friends as a kid. Like it would be like, "You be Rocky, I'll be Colt. You be Tum Tum," and just like, who's the sad sack that got in, ended up being Tum Tum? Well, I also think as a kid, I thought it was Tom Tom for a long time. Like, because Tum Tum's not like really a anything. Drum? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, or like, I don't or know. like a GPS guidance system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it also like I was. I think because I was like five or six when this came out. I didn't necessarily understand everything that happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. So it was like what stuck was three kids roughly my age, a little older, who also like to play basketball and also do karate. Two things I was doing and taking classes for and like com- competing in when I was that age. So it was like the perfect 90s film for me in that. Much like Bill said, though, like 
I remember like one or two things. I think Marianne, you said the same thing. Of like, mm-hmm. there's like one or two things you remember from this movie. And for some reason, uh, I remember the tin can phone, like mm-hmm. that he like Rocky talks to Emily on because I'm like that doesn't work. <laughs> like <there's, laughs> that's just a tin can on a lamp. Um, but then the second thing, weirdly, as I'm watching this movie, I'm like waiting for nostalgia to kick in and for me to be like. <laughs> Like, I, I, I know I watched this. <laughs> All right, nostalgia, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was picturing this more of like along the lines of like, obviously I've watched like Space Jam and Super Mario Brothers many more times than I've watched Three Ninjas, mm. but kind of in that same era where I assumed I would watch it and it would just pop back into my head of, mm-hmm. oh my scene. God, that yeah. scene. And the, weirdly, the only thing that did that is when they put the laxative in the Coke. Yes. That part, I was huh. like, oh, I very vividly remember this of like the stirring it up and like handing it to him. That's so gross. I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's a very gross scene, but I, that was the most clear memory in my head of this movie. No one would drink that. They just got peppers in their face. Milk, milky Coke? He didn't look at it. Oh, he had peppers in his eyes. Also, they weren't. They were supposed to be not the smartest of kidnappers. Yeah, that was did. a very casual kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> they stop and enjoy pizza. I did kind of love them, though. Like, I thought that was just so silly and ridiculous. I, I, I did think the line where they're like, we should save some pizza for the kids. Yeah. They're probably good kids. I thought yeah. that was a good... I <laughs> laughed great. at that. I think also uh, part Nick of... Nick hates it. Nick hates it so much. <laughs> yeah. like, well, so I have... I was looking up stuff about this movie, and I think part of the reason that the three of us may not remember it quite the way mm-hmm. we thought we might is this is a international cut of this movie. So I ended up, sorry, sorry to interject yeah. real quick. I ended up watching the American fil- version, I guess. Oh, oh. so go- you, well, when, yes, when there we, are yeah. big, big differences. And this explains part of why maybe Bill's confused by some things Nick has said. Yes, because we when we do this podcast, we always say, oh, it's on Amazon or Netflix or however. Yeah. This is on YouTube. This movie is uploaded for free on YouTube. Somebody I, uploaded it. But we they did uploaded, not. We did not. They uploaded the American version. Yes, and I the, watched the YouTube cut, as right. it were. We, I watched, and I think Nick also watched, the rentable version. That's the same. Which, oh, so we three saw the same we one. We saw the international <laughs> cut, which is want, a very oh, different movie than what Bill watched. Did you mention the bicycles being stolen back? Yes. Doesn't happen. They In win the, that basketball game. They win the basketball game. What? Oh. So I just, I, just sat, I just sat here and said nothing. They win the basketball game in the domestic cut. And there's no bully scene at the end. Well, nope. I like that payoff, so I'm glad the bully scene is there. Yeah, but I also think that maybe like disrupts the memory a little bit in our heads of like mm-hmm. this movie has a very different flow and there are lots of scenes inserted that are not in the original cut that we would have seen as kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm just going to run through a few of them real quick so you can think about like these are big moments in this movie that don't exist this is for Bill's benefit and our benefit. This because, is like I well, watch a different you, movie. If any of you do watch this, yeah, there it's Tammy and the T Rex all over again. There there's a different cut. There's a European hardcore cut. Well, there's also <laughs> apparently a cut because I don't know what version this is because the international version this is described here is definitely the one we watched. But there's apparently a different cut which takes which takes out like the cartoon noises. Yeah, I was about to say I thought we didn't watch the international version because right. of the ca- cartoon noises. That's what I thought because there's definitely cartoon noises in the version we watched. Yeah. I hated them so much. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. and the same piece of score that repeats a thousand times. Regardless of that, there's apparently Wait, a couple. What? what? The like over that Home Alone scene. Yeah, there's like the same cartoonish oh, yeah. score. Yeah, that just repeats 
and repeats. But it's throughout the whole movie. Pretty much, yes. Um, but so apparently, the whole movie, there's but a yeah. few different cuts in this right, film. Felt like the whole movie. Okay. This is the. These are the big distinctions that <laughs> it's a terrible score that Bill it's needs to know about. The same as Halloween Town. It's great. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's a very like Disney Channel like this we have, have been no money. Here's some stock music. So these are some scenes that Bill, you did not get to see. Oh, I feel like I'm missing oh. out. Um, so some of these are pretty simple. There's extra footage of Snyder's escape in which he confronts two FBI agents. Who's Snyder? That he's the, ba- the, bad, the bad guy, guy. with the ponytail. Oh, okay. oh, the it's so good to be um, a bad guy. That was such an elaborate escape plan too for everything. The scene where the robbers uh, are at the the, the convenience store mm-hmm. in the international version which we saw, they shoot a gun to threaten the guy and then oh. tie him up and they get the address from the phone, the guy on the phone. None of that happens in the version Bill watched. What? Really? Yep. Wow. None of that happens. They, they get the uh, phone call, I think. Didn't, they didn't do the, you remember six, you remember two, and you remember oh, three. I didn't see that part. Right? <gasps> I, I, was, I, that I, was I should just leave. Right? But, uh, I mean. <laughs> Don't you dare. Quick, <laughs> quick sidebar from this sidebar that I'm currently on. Uh, they make such a big deal in our version about that address <laughs> thing. And then later on when they go to the house and the little boys leave the house, that's not the address. <laughs> it is 580 is the address of their house. And they make such a big deal about 623. And it's just not right. And like that's an easy thing. Like I understand maybe why they cut that out of the original version of the film. Because, yep. yeah. So some other things Bill did not get to see. Um, I feel like this is targeting me heavily. Well, no. This is helping you to contextualize things we might bring up. Uh-huh. Um, there's additional footage of Grandpa trailing Snyder to his ship hideout, which, di- when you watch the film, did not feel like it fit in with the film. It just no. randomly like inserted, so it makes sense now that that was originally cut. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there's scenes where, I'm not sure what happens in your version, Bill, but Colt tricks the robbers in, in under a tarp in the painty room. Yeah, I remember that. When he puts the white... Well, apparently in our version, there's more of him beating them with like okay. sticks and stuff that you didn't get to see. That was the only part I smiled at. <laughs> well, <laughs> Bill didn't get to smile. He's, <laughs> so he throws... He, he throws this tarp over him and then there's this great moment where he has a stick or something and he just starts whack, whack, whack. And I was like, yeah, how long, funny. how long was the running time of the internet? That I don't have in front of me, okay. but the other things are, uh, the, the reunited scene with grandpa is extended in our version. Well, you need more of that. Um, and additionally, this is the big one that we talked about already in the international version. The boys lose the basketball challenge and their bikes. Yes. So a scene ends the international version of the film in which they fight the bullies to get them back. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest scene and I guess story. There's changer. also an inter- interstitial scene where uh, Tum Tum is riding his bike, and the other two are like, "Hey, come on, let me ride your bike." And, she's, and he's like, "No, you got your bike stolen. Yeah, so you can't." And they're walking alongside him. Yeah, I love that. It was such a good moment. <laughs> yeah. this, this is something I thought was interesting. The cut I watch was maybe 82 minutes. Like I was under. It was under 90. Which yeah, I, this, thought, I think our version is like. 95 yeah like it's I, it's significantly longer because there's like just extended scenes yeah. mm-hmm. and that's mostly what it is like i think there's a big change with the basketball thing but mostly it's just scenes go on a little bit longer it's like i've never seen three ninjas i think we saw a version that maybe <laughs> it's weird it that happens a lot with films when they're like not that popular so when they release a version on like Netflix or Hulu mm-hmm. or rental, like they release one version and they don't tell you that extended cut or whatever. And then you just watch it and go, this is the cut of the movie. I guess I watched as a kid. 
Yeah. So the U.S. version is 84 minutes. And then there's a couple of different countries that are like left or isolated. But the web version, which I'm guessing I'm guessing is the Amazon Prime, yeah. is 95 minutes. So there's a whole 11 wow. minutes that we wow. saw. Sorry, Nick. You had to watch 11 extra minutes of this movie. <laughs> well, there was this time when Bill and I were talking today and he was like, yeah, it's only 80 minutes. And I was like, wow, that did not feel like 80 minutes. Yeah. But I guess it was. Man. Bill lucked out. I'm a busy man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, sorry about that sidebar, but I felt like (laughs) once once I started realizing that like, well, it's like when we watched Highlander Endgame, and Tobin had watched a completely different version than all of us, because there are like three different versions circling out there, circulating out there. Yeah. And that's like, I didn't think that was a problem with this movie until I started reading about it. And I was like, oh, no. And then to find out that Bill had not watched that version, which made sense of like why he didn't include the bully scene in his summary. Makes a lot of sense. I I don't know if I still would have. I would have skipped it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the end of the movie, though. Yeah. So the end of the movie. What's the end of your movie? They they um kind of drive off. Well, dad. Okay. uh, Dad's like, I'm really proud of you being ninjas, kids. And then we're going to go get pizza. It's like, we're going to get pizza. Yeah. And then his coworkers like, we got these files. And he, he's like, I'm going to go ninja uh. with my pizzas. <laughs> and then, and then, the, uh, and then the, the movie plays like it's only original song. Gotcha. Uh-huh. The and rap, a, the yeah, amazing rap. credit rap. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is the an amazing credit kid rap. power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. so ours goes from that to like the next day apparently where they're w- going down the street and they see the bullies and the kids finally give in like Rocky finally gives in to wanting to beat up the bully and takes great, down the bully great lesson yeah no <laughs> that's how you leave the movie is like if bullies oh, no. mess with you we're gonna beat him up we're gonna talk about the lessons yeah, of this movie let's move on from me I didn't care for it much it was boring I remembered a couple things but it wasn't that fun Nick I fucking hated this movie <laughs> I, I hated it from beginning to end except for Victor Wong who I like I think mm. he's a very likable actor very very, very uh, should have got a better stunt double for Oh my god! <laughs> Every time they show his son to ball, like that's a man who's thirty years younger with a very bad wig. Oh, and they gave him a fake midsection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, uh, oh yeah, it was. But I like Victor Wong. He's in a lot of movies I really like. I really like Big Trouble in Little China. He's really good in that. I really like him in Tremors a lot. Like, I think Victor Wong is really good. I think he just it was a travesty that he's in this movie. Um, I hate it. I hate the whimsy. I hate these suck ass kids. I, I don't like any of them. I don't like the mom. I don't like the dad. I don't like Emily. I don't like the bullies. I, I wanted to punch the bull. I'm a grown ass man. I wanted to punch those bullies. And like, and then, uh, so yeah, I hated this. I hated it from start to finish. I just hated it. I was miserable, miserable, Bill. I was miserable. I, I was, oh God. Like I, I, I have hated some movies before, but this is this insipid, stupid, (laughs) freaking weird, confusing ninjas with samurai. Like, what is happening? I was so. And so let's talk about lessons that this film (laughs) wants to teach children. I guess this is a children's film. You got to have a pretty concrete lesson. What are we learning in this? And from what I can tell, what you learned is go ahead and be cocky. And don't start a fight unless you know you can win it. What? (laughs) First of all, those things go against each other. Yeah, don't be overconfident, but only enter a fight if you know you can win. And secondly, 
don't enter a fight unless you know you can win. You know who does that? Bullies. <laughs> That's what a bully does. What the hell are we trying to tell people with this movie? Now, I'm perfectly fine having a fun martial arts movie that doesn't have a message, right? Like, I don't, I, not every movie has to have a message, but then, you, first of all, you have to have a fun movie, and this wasn't, I don't care, but the sec- they tried to have a message. They're sitting, you know, they're saying, hey, Marianne, make sure that you never enter a fight unless you know you can win, so be a bully, and, 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 and two, you know, don't be overconfident. I am confused. As a 42-year-old man, I am confused. I can't imagine watching this as a kid. I probably just would have just not paid attention, honestly. I would have just, well, whatever. Be like, let's go outside and kick things. Let's go kick things. (laughs) Break some boards. That is what kids took away from this movie, though. I guess so. Kids didn't take away the message. It was like, oh, fun with, like, pranks and ninja moves and make-believe and imagination. You, too, could beat up a criminal if you have soap and oil. <laughs> yeah. There's also a really bad stunt double in that sequence. No. <laughs> the, the blonde, I think, I think the one who's uh, the camera operator, uh, the blonde guy, the long-haired blonde guy, gets kicked out of, like, down a hall, and you see mm. him twirl around mm. before he falls down the stairs. Mm. And not only is his face completely different, but they put, instead of a blonde wig, he has kind of a gray wig on. <laughs> This it was, was like samurai cop level of terrible wig. This was definitely uh, why don't you have the stunt actors be the actors movie for Right. Me. Yeah. Like yeah. There's not a lot of acting that needs to be done. No, not really. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. the lead uh, bad uh, Snyder. S- no, no, no. The lead bad surfer guy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um, with the 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 Van Dyke. Um, yeah. Is he went on to do a bunch of stuff and had done stuff previous to this. So like he became a, a working television actor. He was in um, summer school, which is a great film from the eighties. If you haven't seen it. Um, and he played a, um, a, a football dude in there. He's good at, at like, I can't even find my words. You guys caricatures. Yeah. Of people. So, but he's, you know, he's fine. The other two, I don't think really are, actor actors like i think they sort of did this and then that was kind of it but I do enjoy i just looked this up one of their names real name human name dj harder yeah. which is just great <laughs> like the other one's name don't change race that. nelson which is also a pretty badass That's also thing a really good name yeah <laughs> race nelson yeah but dj harder i'm not gonna look at his other credits because i can assume but <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, there's, and I guess that's the other thing. Like some of the the stunt work and some of the choreography was pretty good with the kids. They like, they had done sort of a national search for these mm-hmm. kids. So th- these kids, I believe, all three of them were martial artists before the movie, the, before they were picked. That yeah, makes the, sense. The two yeah. older ones, I think, were competitive, or maybe the, just the older yeah. one, Rocky. I forget. One of them was. But for, and they weren't that bad actors. They weren't right? that bad. No. So like they were they were especially for that era serviceable kid actors but all moved really well. And so like when they were throwing punches and elbows and stuff I was like, "Oh, they must have done some training." And they did apparently. Yeah, so, they looked actually better than some of the adults. quote unquote ninja uh-huh. adults that were like on the Snyder's team of ninjas. <laughs> no, those were the stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah, those guys looked very bad. They did mm-hmm. very poorly at their mm-hmm. jobs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your job is I have a long sword and I need to kill they a kid. They had machine guns. Yeah, that too. They also just stop not like they just don't shoot them multiple times in this movie. They have them dead to rights and then like ah 
I don't like that's what you were talking about like the, the logic thing of like uh-huh. suspension disbelief that's when you start to push at it just a little bit because like in that moment if you have somebody like jump in and stop it like mm-hmm. there's the grandpa scene where he does that mm-hmm. that's fine yeah but there's another moment in this film where like they have guns pointed at them for a really long time and then the kids like run at them mm-hmm. and they don't ever shoot <laughs> they just like turn and get kicked mm-hmm. yeah I mean who's actually going to kill a kid though like that I mean, Snyder, he's selling, like, missiles and stuff. Right, but stuff. maybe his minions are just, like, a little bit more uh, moral than he is. I, you know what? And I would have appreciated that. I would have appreciated if they just put in one shot of one of them looking at the other one going, I'm not going to shoot a kid. What yeah. You know, something. <laughs> Why are we kidnapping kids now? Yeah. yeah something like that. Like, something. But there was nothing there. I did not sure that no matter there. what his, like minions were assigned to do they always had to wear their full ninja garb <laughs> even the like phone operator yeah. guy <laughs> was like in full like with those weird like racing goggles that they all wore yeah um but yeah I, like even though he's just casually like the phone operator i'm like you don't need to be disguised right now <laughs> and again i would have appreciated if they pushed that harder yeah that could have been funny like I, I almost wonder if that was a sad card issue where it's like we can't have your face on here. We can't maybe they only have four guys. To that's play all actually of those that's probably what it yep. is. They, they had, had four, four stunt actors, yeah. and I mean, there's like stormtroopers. Like, in, yeah. you know, they had four or five people playing yeah. stormtroopers, and yeah, the only one who gets we get to see his face is the complete wasted one where like it was the painted face guy. Oh yeah, that yeah. was weird. So was a, they're like, hopefully this was in your version, Bill. Um, but they're like going through the inner workings of this ship that they're on, and this like. Ninja jumps out and he's got his face all painted and looks all badass. Mm-hmm. And then they just like turn a valve and he gets like steam in his face or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, an actual like credible threat bad guy is showing up. Nope. And then they do nothing with him. Nope. We have not seen him before this. We won't see him after this. I don't understand why he exists. Anyone? I don't understand why this movie exists. Well, okay, so <laughs> there's four of them. There's not just three. I looked it up. There's four of these movies. One of them had both. Yeah. Jim Varney. And Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yes. And that uh-huh. was, was that the fourth? Yes, that's the last one. That's Victor Wong's last movie. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Vic. Yeah. So this movie costs $6.5 million. I'm thinking it looks a little cheaper than that, but regardless, $6.5 million, not an expensive movie, uh, especially for something that got a major studio release. And it made $30 million. Now... I am perplexed by this, but somebody who I talked to today had some good points. I think it was Bill. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was trying to figure that out. Eventually it'll be Bill. It'll come back to me. Uh, My so brain is I, not. I'm, I, 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 at best, in, in, at best, I have a four-cylinder brain. And, and I am only running on half of one cylinder right now. So I apologize. Whenever we do this podcast, whenever I'm on it, I, I look up movies of that year. This is 1992. Uh, every year has good movies in it. And this, you know, this this is the year Mighty Ducks came out. There was a Batman movie out. Uh, Mighty Honey, Ducks are a really fucking good movie, yeah, by the way. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, if you're looking for that kind of thing. And Aladdin. So, Oh, and Beethoven. Some, and Home Alone 2. Uh-huh. So big. So varying degrees kid. of good and bad children's movies came out in this year. But yep. this movie came out in August. Right what came out tail in end. Yeah, what came out in July? Nothing. What <laughs> came out after August, that's September, right? Nothing. Like, Mighty Ducks was, like, next in October. Mm. So there was a four-month gap. This is definitely, like, 
a fat kid summer type movie where it's like, it's August, it's hot. You want to get your kids out of the house, <laughs> send them somewhere of AC. What's playing? Three Ninjas. Mm-hmm. And this is a very yeah. G-rated movie. No. Is it PG? I don't, it might be officially rated G, but there are some jokes in here where if I was a parent with my kid, I'd be like, oh, that's a little raunchy. Maybe they're only in our version. Maybe they're only in your version, in the international uh, version. There's a whole conversation about like, who would you rather do, Farrah Fawcett or... I don't blah, blah. remember that. It's when they're driving the van at one point. Maybe I missed that one. Or maybe it's not in your it version. It might not be in your version. Maybe, like, maybe it was when I almost took a nap. Yeah, that could also be. <laughs> But this is, it was just in that middle of the summer, like not middle, late summer before fall when there's just nothing. Yeah. This movie avoided the trap of being released against better movies and it succeeded highly because of that. I'm thinking you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not so ineptly made mm-hmm. that I don't understand where it came from. Right. I don't understand why it got a big release. Like I, I get it. I just mm-hmm. don't like it. Like it's not, it isn't for me. Um, and it wouldn't have been for me at the time because we've talked about before I was raised on rated R movies. Like mm-hmm. I watched what my parents watched. I didn't watch quote unquote kids movies. Mm-hmm. And every time I did, I was like, why do people like this? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I had to watch, I, I was a kid and I had to watch land before time. And I remember going, boy, I don't like this. What? Why is everybody watching this? I Why know. is everybody enraptured by this? Like, I don't, I didn't get it. I actually, pref- I like a land, the land before time now more than I did when I was a kid. Um, and so, so even at that, it would have been off my radar. So it could be like, we we're finding more and more and more now. I think, I think I don't, I haven't really done a lot of research, but just from watching what's out there, we don't have, periods like that anymore mm-hmm. where like generally there's something big coming out all the time. Sure. It's mostly Marvel, <laughs> but it's still, there's something always coming out and there's something that sort of, it, it doesn't leave the theater until the next big thing comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have those dry spells like we used to have. Yeah. Like after this, I will probably end up seeing Spider-Man far from home. Yeah. yeah. Exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Like, it's that thing of like, I like to see movies on like the biggest, loudest th- theater that I can. So usually I choose IMAX because of the way movies are released now. There's usually a big film coming out every week. And yeah. like, if you want to see it in IMAX, you have to see it the week it comes out. Otherwise, next weekend there's a new movie that's going to be in the IMAX because there's mm-hmm. a movie that's like just as big and mm-hmm. being like promoted just as well. Like, yeah. it's yeah. It's, I think that's interesting though that they're like. I don't know that there was a lull. Well, there was also true for like adult movies. Like remember that these, this is a kid's movie. And so like there are already limited options and there still are kind of limited Mm -hmm. options for parents to take their kids to a movie theater Mm -hmm. too. And like kids in particular, I mean, at least this is how I was when I was a kid. And like a lot of my friends, most of my friends were the same way that like, uh, are very into like repeating a thing over and over again. So Mm -hmm. like, it wouldn't surprise me if there was not another kids movie coming out for like a couple months that like a kid would go watch it and then like, okay, well I want to go to the movies again. I'm going to see it again. Yeah. And like mom would go Good with point. the other friends. All right, let's go again. And then let's do this again in three weeks and there, then keep yeah. going. Yeah. There was definitely yeah. also that during that time, 19, uh, that time being 1992, which is, you know, doesn't seem like that long ago of an era where movie would go to theaters and stay there for a little while. Yeah. And yeah. then you would, if you wanted that tape, that sweet, sweet VHS tape of Three Ninjas, you'd have to wait quite a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would take a while. And, and you wouldn't know $40 sometimes. $40 for it. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Yeah. yeah. I remember when E.T. first came to um, 
VHS that was this huge deal. Yeah. Huge. Huge. <laughs> my, my parents' video store bought way too many copies. The oh. green ones? With yes. The, little, the green thing on it? Well, I don't remember. Actually, no, it was a big white clamshell case. Oh, no, I'm saying the, the VHS itself, the cassette, the top little flappy bit was green plastic. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh. that was like the first line of E.T. VHSs had the green. Well, if it was the first line, then it was definitely that yeah. one. So, But yeah, there was it was a different, like a movie like this mm-hmm. could get traction in a way that I don't think it could now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's not good or bad, I don't think. I'm not making a judgment on that. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting. In fact, I kind of prefer that old system in a lot of respects. I, I miss the... And I don't want to say I'm nostalgic for it, but I do. I, was some, I can't remember which one of it. I was talking to somebody uh, the other day where I was lamenting the fact that we don't get like you don't go to the to the movies and see a drama anymore. You know, just a straight you don't just a straight character drama. Generally, they're like not big at like the Carmike cinema. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we don't no. even have a Carmike anymore. We have the AMC. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, you used to be able to go and see, like, well, we're going to go watch. It's either Indiana Jones or Working Girl, you know? Working Girl is not a movie that would maybe find an audience on a – or get to go to those big, you know, the mm-hmm. big – they're just not producing them the same way. Everybody's producing superhero movies and uh, and mm-hmm. stuff. It's Disney. Disney's producing everything. I was also having this thought that I think, wow, we really only have one major studio now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, everything else is kind of a second rate studio mm-hmm. at this point warner brothers is trying to hold on but then they made all the bad batman man <laughs> just back to back to back Ooh. um they just messed it up but like i don't know it's an interesting thing that at that point 1992 yeah you could you could get this released and a lot of people would go see it mm-hmm. yeah and children movies in general were like less accessible because like yeah disney movies were still in like the vault status right. it wasn't netflix or wasn't like even Children's movies playing on TV. I don't remember that being like a frequent thing. Like this, maybe that's why I Saturdays. think this was like, I, I, like thinking about this era. It feels very like pre, like Disney Channel original movie. Yes. Uh-huh. So it also is an era where I think you were saying something like this movie wouldn't fly today. I don't think this movie would have like flown three years after it came out. Like yeah. that's why the sequels yeah. movie did so poorly is because by the time they're coming out, like we've got almost weekly new original movies for kids that they don't have to go to a theater to see. They can sit Mm -hmm. them down in front of the TV and watch a new Mm -hmm. movie every Mm -hmm. week. So movies like in this vein of like Three Ninjas, Blank Check, Little Giants, like all those movies that came out in the earlier 90s. I remember Blank Check. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that doesn't probably hold up very well (laughs) either. Probably not. I might have put it on the list. That one I definitely remember. I definitely saw it. Blank Check I remember very well. Uh Same with Little Giants. That's like one of my favorites. But... Blank Check has like a 10 year old trying to seduce a 25 year old woman so that definitely won't hold up Um, wow yeah and it almost works and that's the weirder part remember Milk Money Yep. I don't remember no, Milk Money. What's no. that? Milk Money. Ed Harris, one of my favorites. Was it Melanie Griffith in yeah, that? Yeah. Melanie Griffith plays a prostitute. Uh-huh. And there's some... The kids are trying to pay her enough to have a relationship with their father? With their dad? Yeah. With mm. their new mom? Yeah. I thought you were about weird. to say Ed Harris plays a 10-year-old boy. No. <laughs> no. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. If he just does it on his knees? 
If, if like Ed dressed Harris, in '90s little boy clothes. If, 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 if like Ed big. Harris was the Three Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with no CG. We're not no doing CG. Benjamin Button. No, <laughs> just, just literally on his knees the whole time. You can see his legs folded. You can see his other feet. <laughs> he still doesn't have that much hair, and he's in his Westworld outfit. <laughs> yes, the whole time. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is. I hate the movie, but the, the everything surrounding the movie is kind of fascinating mm-hmm. to me, uh, especially that it was directed by John Turtletop. Like, John Turtletop is a good director. He made Cool Runnings. Mm-hmm. He did do Cool Runnings. Case in point. Yeah. I've never seen Cool Runnings. I don't oh, know. It's, You're going to hate it. Okay. Don't you would it. hate it, but it's got John Candy. I like John Candy. Yeah. Right. There you go. Well, those are the two facts. You agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, that, that era that now that, like, Bill laid it out so well of those movies that were coming out. Like, I saw every single one of those yeah. movies uh-huh. and loved every single one of those movies. So, like, it makes sense that I would have seen this and just attached to it because, mm. yeah, it, it fits so well into just, like, apparently five or six-year-old Matt was just seeing anything that came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had no tastes. Just put that big dog movie in front of me. Put that <laughs> hockey playing kids in front of me. Put those ninja kids in front of me. Mighty Ducks was quite good. Mighty Ducks holds up. Yes. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks holds up. Excellent. Um, wasn't one of them? Didn't he end up playing Daredevil's sidekick? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuller. Uh-huh. Fuller. Yeah. This is weird. One of the Bash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the other Bash Brother <laughs> is the singing voice of Max Goof in a Goofy movie. Oh yeah. <sighs> I love these uh-huh. facts. It's very weird. <laughs> it's very good. Um, what are we talking about? This this struck me, I think, just being the dad in the group when they're in their cool room that they all share for some reason, even though their house is gigantic. Oh, I, this was the other thing. Fucking rich people. Like <laughs> movies about rich people who they never draw attention to the fact that they are rich. Yeah, they're rich. And I don't know what the mom's doing. I don't know how well paid an FBI person i don't know what he does in the fbi Seems pretty high up seems mm-hmm. pretty high up he's ordering people around he's a, he's a special agent um, it seems but the thing that stuck out Mulder to me, didn't have that kind of place Mulder did not have that kind <laughs> and of and these pool. were at the same time <laughs> so uh and this is just a detail that's probably going to be small to everyone else colt was jumping on a trampoline and that thing was all springs it was and a very weird trampoline was that's very how my trampoline, trampoline was though no really? but like the, yeah. the center of it was, it was like, like this foot i mean it was bigger wide. but the springs were exposed but yeah. i mean i mean yeah. this was like imagine 90 percent springs <laughs> it's like a four foot circle and 12 inches in the middle was the platform you jump on like if you slipped half an inch to the left or right, your foot is in a spring. Yeah, and I know these parents already let them have throwing stars and swords, but that was dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's 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 Billy's dad gripes. Done. I also saw in the, the background of the, the weird dojo that's in the middle of the ship for some reason, yeah. uh, <laughs> when they go down there, in the background... There is the same trampoline. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing what? the exact same prop, probably. Whoa. But I was waiting for it to like be used of like Colt to like use it to jump on to attack Snyder, and he does it. And I'm like, you just had Chekhov's trampoline sitting there, and you don't use it. Like, come on. I wonder must... if it's a special like ninja trampoline that just only ninjas use because well, you got to be very accurate with your jumps. Oh, if there was any like entrance of a ninja doing uh, a forward flip somersault landing that was probably where the trampoline came into play mm. i don't recall that many cool entrances happening though so maybe it's just no this, this movie potential. was pretty low on cool entrances i can tell yeah. you i just googled the phrase ninja trampoline it doesn't seem to exist but also not a bad band name not a bad band name <laughs> yeah that's very I, i'm i'm 
Hundo P on That's board. That's a good ska band. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Trampoline. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to how we would each fix this. I don't know how I would fix this because I think it's a train wreck. I think this 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 thing is impossible to watch. And it was it was murderous. And I was miserable, Bill. I was miserable. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know. I guess my thing, you have to burn it down and start over. Uh, I, I like seriously throughout the whole thing, I kept going, well, I guess if you change that, no, it's still stupid. Like <laughs> nothing I could think of. And I, I sat, I'm granted I am sleep deprived, but I sat at my computer last night trying to think of ways to improve it. And everything I kept coming back to was like, okay, we got to burn it down. And I guess the one thing I came to was like, can we burn this down and tell this story in, in Japan? with with maybe some Japanese actors like that might be more interesting to be looking at the ninjas and kids through the lens of their own culture as opposed to what we're doing here. Mm. I don't know if that's any good. <laughs> I don't know if it would be any good. So I just say burn it down and make a different kids movie. That's what I would do. Marianne, what do you think? <laughs> would you fix it? And how would you fix it? Um, I would fix it, but overall, I feel like this is a very, like, interesting time capsule movie. So I'm like, I, I don't disagree with that. I probably wouldn't fix it as like as much as it probably needs to be fixed as like <laughs> as far as films, because mm -hmm. it's not like this is not a film that can be removed from its time. Right. But my fix would be uh, to recast all the kids to be Asian American and also put in some Asians or Asian Americans, both probably in the crew and writing and production team so that at least you have like <laughs> yeah. a little bit of consistency or even if it's not, at least it doesn't feel as gross. I mean, the opening scene in here has a man, a white dude in brown face that. Yeah. Yeah. Which like they try up. to get away with because he's an undercover agent. Yeah. yeah. But it's also still very offensive. Yeah. Well, yep. It's offensive. And, and, and I'm like clearly wearing a disguise. Okay. Kids movie, kids movie. Clearly wearing a disguise, <laughs> like, and he's wearing like a, a sheik's headdress. I don't know what that's called, um, but whatever it is. But he's supposed to like that's his disguise, and it's god awful. Mm -hmm. Like it's awful and upsetting. Yep. And that shouldn't have been in here. You could have done this in eight hundred different ways. So I, I have a quick boo. question. Yes. Did everyone's movie start with a narration? Yes. Okay, thank the God. Two, the kids like talking back and forth at one another? Yeah. Yes. yes. I just got very afraid. Because <laughs> when you talked about the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh my gosh, you don't know about the narration, but that's fine. Okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> the narration was brilliant when you talking about. It was so unnecessary. <laughs> I guess, I guess. It was unnecessary. We train a grandpa. didn't yeah. start with the, with the arms deal. We, we get the, we get the whole scene of like them training yeah, with the grandpa yeah. first. Yeah, Okay. And they uh, get their ninja yeah. names. And then it's <sighs> the second scene because it starts with him going, oh, your father has a very hard job yeah. or something. And yeah. then they cut to him. Yeah, okay. Having his hard job. Having his hard job. Yeah. The very, very elaborate escape plan for someone who was not expecting the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good great. escape plan. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching it and he Devin's like, jump to the ladder, jump to the ladder. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, how would you fix? Uh, I'm not entirely sure without making it into a whole new movie because well, that was my solution. Yeah. I would, I would burn it down and make a new movie. Honestly, th this is me as a parent. I want the mom to have done some ninja stuff. 
Oh, that would have been nice. cool. Like if it's like, I okay, and if you want to keep calling it Three Ninjas, get rid of one of the kids because they're mostly the same except one of them eats too much candy. Uh, so you get rid got of the w- best line though when he's like, <laughs> when they're going to bed and like they shut the lights off and then all of a sudden you just hear, ah. I choked on my jelly bean. <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. No, it's necessary because, because it's seeding. Like, oh, yes. It's seeding that you can choke on jelly beans it because does. that's how Grandpa defeats yeah. the bad guy. Yes, but in the moment, it felt like just a thing that happened. And they just like <laughs> left it in because it was funny. Because he has a couple of those lines, Tum Tum does, mm-hmm. where he just like says something. You're like, why didn't you cut before that line was said? <laughs> At one point, he like falls on a ninja like that he just defeats. He and he, he t- taps his goggles and he goes, face. And that's all he says. He's like taps his goggles and goes, face. And I'm like, that what? Why is that in the uh, movie that we just watched? I just, I, I want there to be an extra few minutes of the ninjas post, the bad ninjas, the henchmen <laughs> post fight talking about who should be embarrassed more. Because <laughs> I think if you get beat by Tum Tum, you have a lot to live down. It's, it's <laughs> Colt and Rocky are bigger kids and they know some cool stuff. And then there's Tum Tum, who's all of two feet tall. Yeah. And if he brings you down where he can get his foot into your crotch, that's on you. Yeah. That's you should all. be able to punt him. <laughs> you should be able to just walk away from him or yeah. put your arm out. I guess I will add this one thing that I think could have helped this movie a lot because it, it relates to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that is. The kids looked fairly good for, you know, their ages and everything. I think it would have helped this movie if they'd had some really wild wire stunts and stuff, making the kids oh, seem like a little more fantastical, like really make them like, like outclassing adults. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like the only time they ever used like wires or weird camera tricks to make that work was like in the basketball scene. Yeah. Where he's like yeah. jumping over everyone and dunking. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this. Like, if he was doing that in the middle of a fight, I would believe it a little bit more than uh-huh. I did. Yeah, that's a good point. On the playground. I think, actually, that would have helped a bit, because I didn't I didn't believe that these kids could, could defeat these other grown people. Grown people. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Just because the, the movie wasn't selling it to me in any way. Granted, it's a movie for kids. I get that. <laughs> I understand. But, like, still I'm watching it, and I'm going, there's nothing that sets them apart mm-hmm. other than they're little. But they didn't seem to be using the littleness to real, except for Tum Tum occasionally being low enough to like hit somebody in the nads, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one trick, it's all he does. Yeah, but like it's all I, you need. I yeah. think actually that could have really helped it if they were really if yeah. they really had them doing some like crazy flips and stunts yeah. and stuff. And it didn't even have to be with those kids and use some special effects magic or something. Man, I know it's a six point five million dollar movie, but <laughs> that I think could have helped it because yeah, by the end of it, I'm like I'm tired of watching these kids be passable at karate and defeat all of these ninjas. You know, yeah. like, I, so, uh, yeah, I, I like that. But yeah, so just make a mom do some cool stuff. Have her rip out someone's heart. Have her take <laughs> out those three idiots. Yeah. Have her take out the three surfer guys. That would have been great. That would have been hilariously awesome. But like, yeah, at, at the same time, I get what this movie is. <laughs> so I'm not going to lose sleep if this reboot is not, if this is not included in the reboot of Three Ninjas. Are they rebooting it? Probably not, but probably maybe. God, it's 2019. Uh, <laughs> we're running out of things to reboot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Mighty Ducks will happen at some point. <gasps> oh, I think I'd that is happening. Three no. Oh. no. I think, I think they talked about making a TV show. They did. They it did. had cartoon ducks, and it had, was no. They were actually that. a hockey team that were the, ducks. I yes, I'm aware. <laughs> Look who you're talking to. Um, <laughs> excuse, but, me. excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. I am Matthew but Gatos. They have, they're talking about doing like sort of like a Hulu series or something like that. That's like Mighty Ducks TV series, I believe. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have the three ninjas redone. Why not? Crossover. Well, you, you have to change a lot of lessons. But there's nothing, like, it's. it doesn't matter. So, like, why not? Go ahead and reboot it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. No, I'm, in there. I'm with you. I, I 100% agree. I Just, like the oh, idea. Oh, you know what you do. This is not, I guess it's my time to fix. Yeah, I don't go know. Go for it. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is now. Uh, this is a bad idea. I'll preface that. If you're going to reboot it, loop it into another reboot and make them part of the same universe. Add it in to the Karate Kid. We already had a Karate Kid reboot, man. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to add it okay. <laughs> to the current YouTube original series, uh, Cobra Kai. Karate Kid, oh. Cobra Kai. And because he's like 50 now, Ralph Macchio, and he's still doing his karate movies. So bring in these 40-year-old boys <laughs> to do their karate. They're not They're not quite 40. Rocky's 40, I think. What? How is he my age? I don't know. Movie magic. Yeah. Because well, I would have been, hold on, let me do math. 92, mm-hmm. so it would have been 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He was 14 when he... I don't know. Well, I, I guess he would have been 12. Up. Hold on, he would have been 12. Yeah. Because he's two years younger than me if he's yeah. 40 now. So he's close to your age. But like, you can bring these guys, these kids back... What and have they I done with my life? Train at Cobra Kai. <laughs> you didn't beat any up ninjas up, did you? No, I didn't. I yeah. mean, he's probably just like a bartender somewhere now. So you're well, fine. Well, might well, be like a martial arts okay. world champion. Awesome. He is a, I, I, he's a psychologist in LA and still practices karate to this day. I oh, lovely. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's, I was going to say, I looked up where they are now, and that's yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> Colt but is yeah. now in a band, and uh, Tum Tum is a varsity coach in Southern California. Good for them um, having normal lives. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, as far as fixes go, that's not my real one, because that's <laughs> kind of dumb, and I'm not going to watch Cobra Kai anyways, even if you bring in the Three Ninja Boys. But- Mainly, my main fix is a little bit of burn it down because it's just make these boys smarter. Like, they make so many bad choices throughout this movie. Uh, at one point, they almost have a good idea <laughs> where they're like, oh, we, I think Colt has the good idea of like, we should just call Emily on the tin can phone and she can call the cops. And Rocky's like, no, we can defeat them. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe you should have just called the cops first. Maybe and that's why you wanted to be cult the whole yeah, time. Like, he's like, guys, listen to him. I don't like jelly beans that much, and he's the smart one. So clearly, I want to be cult. I uh, forgot. Sorry, sorry to yeah. cut in on your fixing it. I forgot. Like they, they say multiple times that the dad is like not approving of their martial arts lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You don't really see that nope. too much. They mentioned that they got their throwing stars taken away. That's about it. Yep, and he, which also is like, yeah, no, duh, well, those are dangerous. Parenting. Yes, I, 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 would, I would agree with that parenting. Kids uh-huh. that age yeah. don't need throwing stars. And the only know? other part that like kind of shows that is he refuses to call them their ninja names mm-hmm. when they, he first learns they have ninja which, names. If, if honestly, if my two-year-old now, yeah, he calls himself silly things. But yeah. if he, if he came to me and says, "Dad, you have to call me a horse now," I would laugh. <laughs> but in, but in a kind way, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dump on my kid. But I go okay, I'll call you Colt for until after dinner when it's time for bed, and this will be gone by tomorrow. I don't know, That's dude. Like, a... I would call my kid a horse forever <laughs> until he goes, Dad, stop. I'm like, nope, you're a horse. Is <laughs> what you asked for. I'm yeah. trying to be supportive. Like, I'm trying to figure out if it's like if it's if they're really trying to change their identity, and they're like, I just like the name Colt. Like, all right, yeah, we'll we'll call you Colt. Mm-hmm. But I would also tell them, like, now, you have to understand that people who create their own nicknames are not cool. (laughs) And those nicknames 
are not cool. But this was passed down through tradition from their grandfather. Yeah, but nobody's going to know that. They're going to think at school that, like, you gave yourself a nickname. You That's can't, true. You I can't... wanted to be Spike so bad when I was a kid because of Little Giants. Oh. No one ever called me Spike, and I never asked anyone to call me Spike because I knew that wouldn't be cool. I wanted to be called Jinx so bad. I mean, oh, my man. friend Raven That's a just, good, like, made her name Raven, and we went with it. Yeah. She was I mean, cool. I think but that... Raven is, like, a name. People are called Raven. Yeah. Simone. Sure, sure yeah. Her like, name is Christina. Right, but like Spike <laughs> is a very clear... It's a dog's name. Yeah. Jinx, though, is like a twist on your last name. It is. That's where yeah. it came from. Because Guys, uh... what if we all just decide right now to give ourselves nicknames? Nope. <laughs> I will call you Jinx if you want me to. No, I don't. Okay, then right. never mind. Because it can't be cool. Because it's me asking, hey, call me this. Like, <laughs> And it's not an identity thing. It's just like I hate the name Nick. Oh. I hate it, Nick. It's Nick. <laughs> and every time I go to the Starbucks, I can't tell. They always dick. <laughs> and then are they right on there? You know, it looks like it could be dick. It could be Rick. It's definitely not Nick. <laughs> Bick. Hick. It could be anything. Nick throws people off. I don't feel like I have a quiet voice, but every time I tell somebody my name at a Starbucks or any coffee shop, they go, I'm sorry, what? I want you to make eye contact next time. I'm going to say, what's that name? Rocky. Tum <laughs> tum. Tum tum. <laughs> no, you bring a business card and go, Ehem. I don't understand why Nick is hard. Like, it's why got, it's is got that? that soft letter? I guess it is, Nick. It's like when I asked them for whole milk instead of skim milk when I, in my latte. They always go, what? And I'm like, whole milk. Whole milk is hard to say loudly. Mm. It is whole milk. <laughs> whole milk. That's when you just scrap it and say full fat milk. Thank you. Or, or just whatever. It's fine. 100%. Hundo P. Hundo P milk. Hundo P milk. Is that how you're going to fix it? Yeah, that's not confusing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. <laughs> I don't know. I think make the boys smarter because they always make dumb decisions. Right, right, right. Because they, they, do, they do the thing they, they don't call Emily. And then the other dumb decision that I pointed out earlier was he goes in when they're trying to like phase two. They're going to like home alone the house or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he goes into his dad's closet. And he like looks at the metal golf clubs and like picks one up and considers it. I'm like, yeah, that's a good call. That's a weapon. And then he goes, no, he puts it down. And then he looks at his dad's tie rack and takes 10 ties off the tie rack and walks out of the room. And I'm like, you had a, like, a selection of metal and wood weapons in your hand and you choose ties. I feel like maybe this is why the dad disapproves. His ties just keep disappearing. <laughs> yeah. He's also like, that's not karate or anything. You just tied in like... A, Two a, doors together. Well, well, you also just tied in like ties around a man's neck and tried to choke him to death. That's just, not karate. And made the house messy. You I don't know. Did. I feel like that's more ninja y. I don't. To just assassinate someone. I've only and seen choke Beverly Hills Ninja. And <laughs> what, what's also not said is there's someone who has to clean up the bathroom after this. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. of all the yeah, diarrhea. He falls down with his pants down. Oh. That's going to be bad. So, yeah, fixed. <laughs> Did it. Good job, me. <laughs> oh, you probably also didn't get the guy holding the, the girl, holding a gun to the girl's head. No, I saw that one. Oh, okay. And then they that have to go to the bathroom and he holds three guns at yeah. once. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I, was, I was shocked at how blatant that was that he had the gun to the I girl's was, head. I was like, whoa, Oh, yeah, Christ. no, Emily is a prop in this movie. <laughs> yeah. She does punch one of them. She does punch one of them. Yeah, there you go. I do like, also they chose to some reason not kidnap her and just leave her there. They just left her there. And then she's just like the least helpful. (laughs) Like she saw 
everything uh-huh. and knew everything that happened. And she could have told the cops, like, so there's three dudes. They look like this. Then other bad dudes showed up with a bunch of guys. They took the kids to the ship. Instead, she's like, here, I found this slip of paper. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's this movie. Yep. In a nutshell, is Emily. <laughs> Unhelpful. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our next segment where we uh, recommend something. No, we nope. rate it. Nope. We rate it. Yep. I'm tired. Have I mentioned I'm tired? Yes. Wait, but why? Okay, so last <laughs> night. No, don't do it again. I was joking. <laughs> uh, we need to rate it. This is every one of us has our own rating system. Mine is very simple. What Star Wars movie is it? This is Attack of the Clones because it is an absolute piece of dog shit. <laughs> I hated it. I I hated. I hated watching the whole thing from start to finish. It's not particularly well made, and it's uninteresting and at times confusing. It is Attack of the Clones, Matt. Uh, my rating system is which Batman movie is it? I'm uh, legitimately curious. It, it was a tough one to figure out, and so it's not as specific as some other ones have gotten. Uh, so it's going to be a Batman movie that I haven't watched that recently, and I think it holds up. But again, I watched it a lot as a kid, really liked it, liked to play as the characters, but it's Batman Forever mm-hmm. from 1995. Fair. Of like, I liked it a lot as a kid. And the way I hear talk, people talk about it now, I'm like, maybe that movie is not as good as I remember. So, excellent soundtrack. Excellent soundtrack. Seal. You too. That's, about da, 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 it. That's da, the one. Da, da. Did you know, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> that the title Batman Forever is in the novelization, is spoken in the novelization of Batman Forever? They say, right. like, I'll be Batman. Forever. No, it's uh, 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 the Riddler says something, and then we can destroy Batman forever. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Penguin in the novelization says, "Ah, Batman returns." <laughs> and the Joker in the first one just goes, "Ah, Batman." <laughs> and then Mister Freeze says, "Ah, Batman and, and Robin." Robin. <laughs> Bill, what's your rating system? Uh, my rating system god damn it Uh, my rating system is uh, I have a two year old boy and I rate these on you know how far I would keep these away from him (laughs) and I know this movie's problematic and I don't want him doing karate stuff to other people I mean he's in a biting phase right now anyway right so yeah. i've got that going for me <laughs> but i think I, you hurt mary <laughs> so i'm sorry that was a great line but it's just i i see this movie as being mostly harmless and i think as a kid i probably i, I think this is very much a mom needs to go do something for 90 minutes type movie and i see the use of that so if baby sam ended up watching this i'm fine with that i'm fine if this is a movie on our shelf someday okay Marianne. My rating system yeah. is the only one in this room that hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, and it is uh, screeching tea kettles. So basically the amount of time I'd rather be making tea and going through that long process for myself. Um, mostly because it's problematic, I'm giving it one and a half, um, okay. which is not my lowest. I think Mortal Kombat only got one because I love that movie. But it's like I had fun. It was fine. <laughs> I'll watch it again if other people are there. I wouldn't do it by myself, but whatever. The, okay. There are boring parts. So, yeah, definitely tea kettles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, there are moments where you can go, I'm going to go up and get a, a I, cup of tea. Yeah. I think I did my laundry during parts of it. <laughs> I think I did, too. This, yeah. this could be a do some laundry movie. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a good lazy day movie. 
Uh, Maybe not be, a great, but yeah. I, I have to pause it. That's the way my brain works when I'm watching things. I can't miss <laughs> no. things. Well, it used to be that I could in my old apartment because my laundry was close enough that I could still hear the television. Now mm. it's too far away, so I have to pause it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our final segment called Real Good, where we recommend something real good for you to watch that is not this movie. Um, Marianne, we'll start with you. What is your real good? Ah, uh, my real good is such a good kids movie. <laughs> um, it is Spy Kids. <laughs> I just love it so much. And it also has that like kids going on an adventure and like beating adults in some way. Not Spy Kids, they don't physically beat adults, I don't think. But yeah, I think the adults come back and beat the beat them up or something. I know they yeah. they, they beat up some thumbs. Yeah, they beat up thumbs, which are kind of adults. Well, then they they re Tony Shalhoub's head. They redo his head. Yeah, like in Men in Black. No, Tony I mean, Shalhoub's head is, blows up and comes back in Men in Black. It is it is Tony Shalhoub, but they don't blow it up. Okay, they just reform it, reshape it. Spoiler. It was very but, upsetting to me when I saw it. Man, what's I that love that heads? movie. I actually saw it immediately movie. after. Uh, watching this movie. Really? I'm like, this is fun. It's available on Netflix. It's oh, wow. great. I love it. Okay. Bill? I'm, I'm going off my last minute idea before that we started recording, which is not too kids friendly. And it's just The Legend of Drunken Master with Jackie Chan. Oh. Uh, I watched that a lot as a kid. Let's go watch it right now. It's so good. <laughs> um, and, and then there's the original Drunken Master, but I, I, I just think the stunt work in the sequel is so phenomenal the third act of legend of drunken master is possibly the greatest fight sequence ever caught yeah. on film it is incredible it is good it's so good and see if you want to check out some really awesome wire work jackie chan especially in that era mm-hmm. um used wire work in very subtle ways so it didn't it wasn't him flying through the air and mm-hmm. kicking people it was just in a way to help him keep balance for these really weird things he was doing and it's you don't notice it until you start going how is he standing up straight after that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, but yeah, the fight scene where he fights the the guy with all the kicks at the <laughs> um, yeah. is yeah, and like the amazing. coal the coal gas factory. Whatever oh my it god, is. it's so it's good. Cool. It's yeah. If you haven't seen Legend of Drunken Master, oh treat yourself <laughs> and see Legend of Drunken Master. It takes a while to get going. It does because it's a. It, it, I think I read that Jackie wasn't originally directing it. And he just wasn't happy with the way it was going. And so they redid like the last half of the movie with him directing, I think is how it worked out. That last fight sequence. Whoa, it's good. Yeah, it's it's, you could almost just watch that and just be fine. It's oh, so good. Yes, I'm uh, let's go. I'm serious. I'll just let's go to (laughs) your house. I'll do it. Okay, Matt, Uh, what's up? Um, <laughs> I blanked out because I've never seen that movie. So me neither. It's fine. Yeah, it's like yeah, that sounds real. Um, <laughs> so uh, my real good is based on one actor who has a very small part in this movie, and that's Professor Toru Tanaka. Um, oh yeah, he is a prof- okay. He, I-, I liked him too. Yeah, he's a professional wrestler, which is why I'm familiar with him. This is a James Bond guy, right? No, he's Sub Zero. Oh, Sub-Zero from Running Man. Got it. Okay. He's also in uh, Last Action Hero, where his his character's name is literally Tough Asian Man. Um, And that's who he kind of plays in all those movies. Uh, And he is also uh, in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, which is my real good. Nice. Uh, He plays Francis's butler in uh, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. But yeah, Professor Toro Tanaka. 
I've, I've actually weirdly been rewatching a lot of old wrestling lately, and I've been watching some of his matches. Uh, and yeah, he was very good at acting, and yeah. So my confusion here was uh, Odd Job yes. mm-hmm. is also a wrestler. <laughs> Yes, and they they talk about them in the same conversation a lot. Of yeah, like, he is the spirit spiritual successor of the guy who played Odd Job in James Bond. Like, they yeah. basically like Hollywood was like, we have a tough Asian guy, he died. Here's our new tough Asian guy, and he plays a similar role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy from Odd Job played in a lot of things. The, the, the higher mm. tough. Yes, I like big dudes. Who apparently in this movie his character's name is Rushmore. I don't remember them I saying that once. That. I don't either. Also, weird name. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, my real good is going to be another, I don't want to say children's, but definitely a younger, a teenager movie um, from that same era, which is called Sidekicks. Mm. And it is uh, a Chuck Norris uh, joint. And uh, this is before we realized that Chuck Norris had quite a few screws loose. Um, but he... The movie is entertaining. It is not a great movie. It, it's it got all kinds of problems. Lower budget. Um, it's got the uh, late, great Jonathan Brandis um, in it. And he was really wonderful in it, playing a, a kid who uh, was coming from a broken home. And um, Chuck Norris is his hero. And he has all of these fantastical adventures in his head with Chuck Norris. And then eventually gets to meet Chuck Norris. Does Chuck Norris play Chuck Norris? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's really. I used to, I yeah, I, I don't know. I've never saw this movie because I was a big Chuck Norris fan when I was a kid. Oh, I was too. I, when I was a kid, I was a big Chuck Norris I fan. I was a kid watching Walker, Texas Ranger for some reason. Oh, me too. Well, my, my dad was too. So that's, you know, but, but no, Sidekicks is really good. It's got a really great supporting cast, which is one of the problems I had with, with Three Ninjas is I felt like there's not a really great set of actors here to. This, this movie stars no one. I mean, Victor problem. Wong is, that's it, is good in it. But he's it like yeah, that. Yeah. There's no one else carrying this movie because um, the kids aren't great actors. I'm not saying that to put them down. They're they're kids in 1992. Like they're <laughs> and you got to I thought their at least their martial art performance was decent, which is something to say yeah. about kids in a 1992 kids movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't check out Sidekicks, it's actually like I think some people could say that it could be on this podcast, which is very true. It might be able to. But it also um, stars some just some wonderful Bo Bridges is in it. He's great. Um, Mako, who has been in everything from Conan the Barbarian to just all over the place. Is a wonderful uh, character actor is in it and is great in here. Um, and you, Chuck Norris. But the, the big star of it is Joe Piscopo mm-hmm. plays this insane karate instructor and he is just mwah, wonderful in it and and quite funny and i had no idea how ripped he was uh, until i saw this movie and he takes off his shirt during a fight and it, like oh my god joe piscopo <laughs> and then i found out he was like on the cover of muscles and fitness and like he man he, if this podcast wasn't ending that's your first t-shirt right there oh my god joe piscopo <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for watching this uh, movie for me and talking about it. I really appreciate it. This was, I hated this so much. It was so <laughs> miserable, Bill. It was just. <laughs> Maybe you should watch the version that Bill watched. and Maybe you'll like it more. That might be true. It might be less, like, because less. It's at least shorter. It's shorter. But I gave the makers my three ninety nine. Yeah. So, you know, there you go, guys. Oh, you chose to watch it in HD. Look at you. 
I didn't know I had a choice. Yeah, oh, two ninety nine yeah. was. There's uh, always a choice. The more options or the more buying options is where I always oh, go. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't. Yeah. I was two ninety nine SD. Yeah. That's where I went. Well, I watched it in glorious HD. Same. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Standard all the way. See, I knew I had the choice, and I still made the choice. <laughs> <laughs> we both have four K TVs. I'm afraid that on Standard D, that would have looked bad. Yeah, it would just been like three pixels. Yeah. picking each other. That's <laughs> the new name. Three pixels. <laughs> <laughs> With Adam Sandler. And <laughs> oh, get it? Okay, well, let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Mary Ann, where can people find you? Um, well, I'm on the internet, on the social medias that I am on, at Silva. although I very rarely use them except for Instagram stories. Excellent. Bill? Uh, I'm a video maker for the YouTube show uh, SciShow, so if you like sciencey things, not so much ninja-related things, you can check that out at youtube.com slash SciShow. You never know. Mythbusters did a whole ninja episode. So <laughs> I, wonder, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the word ninja has ever appeared in a SciShow title. Oh, I bet it has. Probably in reference to other things. Yeah, like, yeah in a Mythbustery kind of way. I, I feel more like research ninja yeah. yeah astronomy ninja could ninja turtles actually exist well if you're a SciShow yeah. pa- if you're a SciShow patron you can submit a quick question why ninjas there you go <laughs> <laughs> or could ninja turtles actually exist which yeah. I want to know the answer yeah. to no uh, well <laughs> Thanks for crushing my dreams, You're Nick. welcome. <laughs> Matt, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me a bunch of places, either online at Matthew Gatos, on my podcast, I Love It. It's just just that. It's what it's called. I love it! Exclamation point. <laughs> um, or at a new YouTube channel that I produce and edit called Journey to the Microcosmos at YouTube.com slash Microcosmos. Look for that. Mm. It's so good. So really beautiful. Good. Very calm, meditative, microorganism footage with... Some chill Andrew Wong music and some NPR voice Tank Green. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's the best 10 it. minutes of your Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really a good Monday easing into work. That's what yeah, we're going start, for. Start your mood. <laughs> yeah. Like Microcosmo Mondays. Yeah. Um, that's your first shirt for that yeah. show. It's all right. Mm. I'd rather have, oh my God, Joe Piscopo. <laughs> you can still you can work that in. <laughs> yeah. I'll just type that into a script for Hank and be like, I just... <laughs> It's 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 okay. We you named wrote it. Just we named this. this tardigrade Joe Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> uh, well, you can find us at Real Bad Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you like what we do here, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/RealBadPod. But when the show ends, we will turn that off. Turn off the taps, as they say in jolly old England. <laughs> yeah. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Stop using taps. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, okay. I mean, they use words in England, and I'm sure those have combined at one point. <laughs> yeah, someone in England at one point has said, turn off the taps. Yeah, All right. that's right. I'm sure. I don't know. Tweet at me. <laughs> England. <laughs> A real big thanks to Black Duck Studios, T. Michael Martin, I Love It Podcast, Candace, Sarah Caroline, and Anna Moss for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you very much. Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You can go to cageclub.me and check out podcasts like The Keanu Club, where Joey and Mike watch and discuss all of Keanu Reeves' movies, which is pretty, you know, excellent. Excellent.